I'm Amanda. And I'm Mike. And this, this is Saturday, Saturday Morning, Morning Cereal. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. This is Saturday Morning Cereal podcast with my console, Amanda, here. We will be presenting an argument today in favor of our plaintiff, She-Hulk, who has been the subject of harassment and false claims against her show. We will bring our first witness to the stand today, Ashley, also known as Pocketful of Ash, a wonderful cosplayer, model, and artist, and Etsy store owner. Ashley, say hello. Hello, everyone. Great to have you here, Ashley. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. Uh, Guys, if you don't know too, Ashley, yes, she is a great cosplayer. She made me a completely amazing Julie cosplay from Legend of Korra. So again, Ashley, thank you for that. (laughs) And Ashley, you've cosplayed She-Hulk before, yes? Uh, Yes. (laughs) So tell us us a little bit about your background with She-Hulk. So are you a comic book reader? Do you watch her on an animated TV show? Do you just cosplay her? Tell us about that. I wouldn't really say that I have like a background with her. Um, I just like visually she just captivated me when like I came across her like online and kind of like did some digging about like who she Hulk is and like her history in the comics. And I thought like her history in the comics is like very interesting and you know kind of groundbreaking, honestly. So it was just kind of from there so I haven't gotten a chance yet to read her comics but after seeing the uh, Disney Plus show I really do want to like hunt down some of the comics from like the early 2000s and like give those a shot and like actually take in a little bit more of Jennifer Walters. Yeah she's a great like fourth wall breaker and she has a lot of things to say about a lot of uh modern day topics like just on her show right now she's been discussing internet trolls and just women in the view of public opinion so we've got two women here how relatable is Jennifer Walters to you even though she's this green lawyer is she relatable to you at all I'll take this one first um yeah I going into the show I really wasn't excited for it to be honest I I I wasn't familiar with She-Hulk at all but I loved the show I know it's not everyone's cup of tea at the moment but I just I loved her like breaking the fourth wall and like speaking to the audience and what we were thinking that was great because like she just echoed my thoughts in all the scenes especially the last two episodes which were my favorite for obvious reasons um but yeah it was I thought she was great I thought she was a great female to add to the MCU and her story is great I can't wait to see more of her uh yeah I I mean like two years ago when they announced that they were gonna do a She-Hulk TV show and it was just like you know just the image of the title card I was very excited um and personally I feel like the show didn't disappoint I find Jennifer Walters to be really relatable and I find like her character and like her journey for the show just like very grounded and like it handles a lot of like 
topics that I feel like a lot of women can like relate to like through like their experiences. So Jennifer Walters wasn't alone on this show. She had a great supporting cast of characters, but she also had a lot of bigger cameos from the MCU, including Wong and our friend Daredevil. Ashley, were you excited to see these characters or do you think they distracted from the She-Hulk narrative? I mean, I feel like it's kind of like what's great about where the MCU is like right now, where like we have so many established characters already brought into this universe and even like, you know, more to come. So I feel like it's like perfectly fine to have like cameos of like other characters and even the show kind of like pokes fun of like how all these characters keep up popping up into her show, but like it still focuses on like Jennifer. I don't really feel like these elements are like distracting from like the main character and her journey. And I feel like it was just like they had a lot of fun. Like they had a lot of fun with Wong. And I feel like they had their fun with Daredevil. Um, I really enjoyed his episode. And like spoilers him showing up in the finale. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it helped give the show more personality and like flavor instead of like taking away from like Jennifer. I agree. Uh, and I like how, again, she, especially when Benedict Wong showed up and she's just like, I know you guys are so excited to see Wong. He's coming. <laughs> just, you know, kind of sympathizing with the audience with again with our thoughts like come on when is Wong gonna be on but then she's like I know you guys are ready to see him but you know this is my story <laughs> so I really like that and again I love the Daredevil episodes because I just love Daredevil um yeah I didn't think it was too distracting because their characters worked in the story with her uh yeah I just thought they were great additions and especially with Daredevil coming from the hype of spider-man we got like a taste of him in the mcu now and he yeah he was different in the in the show compared to his like dark brooding characterization in the netflix series so just for him to just come and let loose and it's all because of jennifer he meets jennifer and he just he looks happy and i'm just like yes this works <laughs> Can I also add that I just love their chemistry. Like, I think adding that to the show just sent me over the moon. Like, just the playful banter between them and, like, the flirting. And it was a good time. The, yeah. the Toph Bay Fong level blind jokes. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, I ship them. So I really like Jennifer and Matt. And I like it because... The Daredevil Netflix show was about Matt coming to grips with his, basically his essential love of violence, is that he loves to beat the Sanat out of criminals. He loves having that sense of like, you know, thrill and, and rush, adrenaline rush, and he's always fighting with that darker side of him that will go and potentially really hurt someone, uh, maim someone, kill someone. He's He has to fight that every day he puts on that suit and what is great about jennifer is that jennifer has that same type of problem she has this other personality who can come out without her control and can kind of hurt people so i really like two parallels between them and the fact that they're both lawyers like he was a perfect addition to the show yeah, i agree I totally agree on that and i can't wait to see i hope she i hope jen jennifer pops up in the new daredevil series but 
it's like Mike and I say, not as She-Hulk. We just want to see her as Jen. Just Jen. Yeah, just Jen is enough sometimes. Yeah, she's great. I mean, we, we all love She-Hulk, but like, you know, Jen just vibes with me personally. So I want to see more of her. <laughs> so do you think the nine episode season at half an hour um do you think it was enough to cover everything that they did or would you have preferred a movie or would you have preferred like 45 minute long episodes to an hour like how do you feel about this episodic format ashley um well i feel like it fits best as a show because i feel like what's nice about like the mcu shows is that we're able to like take our time and like get to know like these new characters and like who they are how they work and like their personalities so i feel like the tv show works best for like what you want to say kind of like a slow burn right yeah but like um given how it's more like focusing on just like the day in the life of jennifer versus like you know just jumping right into it like she gets like her powers and she, you know there's a big bad and she has to like go do something about it and then big fight at the end and like that's it you know like very formulaic predictable mcu formula where we're, like we could take our time and just like hang out and like you know she has like her personal life with like work and her family and like dating and like i feel like just giving each of those like moments that like we all kind of deal with in our lives like just like an episode dedicated to that i feel like that's just like kind of works best because like essentially she doesn't want to be a hero she wants to she's focused on her career and she wants to like do the best that she can with her career and like hmm. <laughs> manage her time as she hawk as well her new role. yeah like in the beginning she didn't want anything to do with it but like over time we're like she's learning to balance like being Jen and also She-Hulk and like embracing it but yeah. also like still appreciating herself as Jen because I feel like She-Hulk was kind of like taking so much of the spotlight that like you know Jen wasn't getting any of the spotlight in her life you know it was all about She-Hulk yeah so, especially the episodes with like her dating how they're like that one guy was like oh I just like She-Hulk not you and then the wedding episode I really enjoyed the wedding episode um, mm -hmm. where they were like you know don't cause a scene and all that and but they were just treating her completely different and you know and that's just something that it contributes to actual life like something major happens to you good or bad or you know like or something you don't want to talk about but people give you like the sympathetic stares and all that mm -hmm. and you're just like don't just treat me like normal and like I, I I figured that this character is going to resonate a lot with just everyday issues we run into like mentally and stuff too I mean it's she's a great character and it was a great nod to those feelings yeah and just like Jen embracing like herself as Jen and She-Hulk and like giving her time like with that like kind of mental journey yeah so with a lot of these MCU projects fans are dying to know like what the plot of the movie is I know walking into Avengers Endgame I didn't have a clue about what was going to happen 
And, you know, a lot, a lot of the times what the movie is about will surprise us, but from a plot perspective, like She-Hulk doesn't have that long overarching narrative as strong as other properties does. And when it does, she rewrites it at her own whim. So how do you feel about it just being more like it's a hangout show? It's it's just fun. Like, do you want to see like She-Hulk in these bigger battles or do you want to just see her on this TV show? Like, do you want to see her in a movie? I mean, I'm totally down for just more She-Hulk and more Jen. Like, stick her in, like, any movie or show, and, like, I'm here for it. Because, like, she's just so likable. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like she's perfectly fine not getting involved in, like, the super big, epic battles. Like, I feel like her being kind of, like, a street-level, like, hero is, like, perfectly fine. Because, um, you know, she'll help people like with her career like with the law and then when you know the law fails you know then she can always step in Mm -hmm. she can protect herself too i like how that one episode where they were the guys were trying to pick on her and she was just like nope you picked on the wrong person (laughs) when the she hawk and beat him up you're talking about like the the demolition team with like all the The wrecking crew the wrecking crew yes Uh, She-Hulk was very much in the public eye as She-Hulk and as Jennifer Walters. She had a lot of things about her life leaked onto the internet. She had a lot of comments about from Intelligentsia about like her appearance and her getting the powers, not having earned them. Like how much truth is there to that in those comments? Like what do women face on the internet every day that is relatable in She-Hulk's shoes? I think women, we get shamed a lot. I know, like, I get really hesitant posting on social media, especially, like, my own face. (laughs) Because I'm always, like, there's always going to be that one person that's, like, ew, you're ugly. And, you know, it's just something that we got to, I mean, I guess that can happen to anybody. But, like, especially with women with our bodies and just, like, the shame, the blame that we always get. Like, especially when her, um you know, what tape was leaked and, you know, it was her fault and she was shamed and she, she reacted the way anyone would react. Yeah. Like when she punched that, like a uh, big screen with her uh, leaks on it, I was like, well, that's just a natural response. Yeah. I would have done that. Like, I, I don't see how she was arrested for that, but not arrested for breaking a parking garage in half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, very bold, like, for, um, like, a Disney Plus show to, like, tackle the subject of, like, essentially revenge porn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very surprised by that. And, like, these things do happen to women. Like, I can't speak personally, but, like, I feel like there is more of a spotlight and a higher standard held to women. Like, you know, if it was, like, a male character that, like, broke that big screen... I feel like there won't be as much of a response, but like, mm-hmm. you know, women are just kind of held to like a higher standard. It's just like, oh, she's an over-emotional woman. She's out of control. Right. It's like, yeah, like it's playing to like the whole, like, oh, she's a Hulk, she's dangerous. But also like, I feel like that has like a very big social commentary of how there is a higher standard for like women to like have more of a composure when faced with something 
you know, kind of traumatic and especially in the public eye and you're on the spotlight and like you have that embarrassment and shame just kind of put on you. And yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, switching gears here for a second too, we mentioned like, you know, like revenge porn and stuff, how Disney plus is going into that territory. But I think there was a remark in the show where she broke the fourth wall and was like, yeah, like we're, we're going that route type of thing. And I was just telling Mike the other day too. Yeah. It seems like they're going, cause I, I think there are now per, like big parental controls going on with Disney plus. So like kids can't watch like Deadpool unless, you know, the parent puts in their parental control. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't know how that works. We're, we got the immediate rated R <laughs> thing going on. Um, but I think this show was a really good bridge connecting like the more vanilla side of the MCU to the more spicy side of the MCU or like the Marvel shows on Netflix, bringing that together, showing like these can get dark, they can get gruesome, they can get sexy at times. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I like, cause I think it's uh read PG 14 for She-Hulk, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I'm glad like, it doesn't really shy away. Like, yeah. Jen is a woman in her thirties and, you know, aside from yeah, her focusing on her career, she's focusing on her love life and, yeah. you know, it doesn't really shy. She's like very like sex positive. Like, yeah. And I think that's like important to like show like, you know, a strong female, but also, like, someone who just, like, embraces her sexuality, too. Like, again, that's another thing women are shamed for, and that's, like, part of the finale. Like, she's shamed for, like, embracing her sexual side, Mm -hmm. which is, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it was, she had all very consensual moments, aside from, like, being recorded without her consent, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed the last episode where we thought the disney plus screen or like the disney plus app broke right me and amanda both were like looking at her like who touched the remote and then the voiceover still continued and then she just popped out on the screen i was like crawling all over the place i thought that was amazing it was like a bugs bunny level fourth wall break yeah i thought that was genius i was like howling and having a great time like (laughs) You know, I love that it's just, like, lean into, like, comic book logic of, like, fourth wall breaking. Like, again, in the comics, she's known to do stuff like that. She's known to, like, break panels and rip pages, like, in her own comic. And, like, it's been done throughout other comics. Like, you know, obviously Deadpool. And, like, even Gwenpool. Like, she, you know, jumps in and out of her comic. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that, like, we're kind of getting more, like kind of silly stuff like that yeah and I feel like it opens the possibilities for so much now for the MCU like I like how big one pool <laughs> yeah no I like how they psyched us out with Kevin too I mean Kevin Feige has this like robot like story <laughs> automation thing and how she got to pick and choose how she wanted her story to end or like how the show ended Mm-hmm. again i like how she's like oh bring back daredevil a woman has needs <laughs> i mean i appreciate it um yeah. yeah so i watch with subtitles because i just find it easier oh, to process and like know what characters are saying with subtitles they're great so that whole bit with the robot was a little bit spoiled because they don't it's not just spelled like kevin when it's like you know 
Kevin in all capitals with yeah. periods in between. And I'm just like, all right, I I know they're going to this because like they just keep talking about all right Kevin as Kevin and not like using pronouns or like yeah. his full name or speaking casually about him. So I'm just like, all right. All right, and let's talk about some of the cast. We have Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters. I probably butchered her poor name, but <laughs> I mean, I really loved her performance. Like I had a dream she was joining us for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> she was so cool. Uh, one of my favorites too was Ginger Gonzaga who played Nikki and she was the paralegal. And then we also have Jamila Jamil as Tatiana. And I thought Tatiana was a great villain like a great um 360 of she hog like she was so glamorous but so evil <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we have renee elise goldberry as mallory book i actually met her she was in rent she played mimi so i was really excited to see her in uh in the mcu now i was like hey <laughs> then we have tim roth as the abomination really liked him i've never seen the hulk movie I know shameful so I didn't really know who he was but I grew to like the character yeah he's um he's like he was transformed into like the abomination because he was trying to replicate the super soldier serum and like the Hulk formula at the same time and he kind of turned into that abomination and then the government kind of like threw him at Bruce Banner and he kind of lost control of himself so seeing him in this TV show and kind of just like laugh about all that was refreshing and he got away at the end. So yeah, we'll see that implies that they want to use him again. So hopefully we'll get a Hulk versus Abomination rematch. Mm-hmm. And then of course we got Benedict Wong back as Wong in his couple episodes he appeared in. Um, and then we have Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. And then we have Mark Ruffalo back as the man, the Hulk. Bruce Banner so it was I loved when Mark would appear I was like Bruce every time I don't know I feel like I don't know me personally I feel like the Hulk like Mark Ruffalo's character just kind of is like in the background in a lot of movies so it was nice to see him in like a let loose show like this I like the first episode with him when he was like on a retreat or whatever yeah I think it, the reason the Hulk is always in the background is because of the deal that Marvel has with Universal, and Universal is their Hulk movie distributor, so they can't do too much Hulk-heavy things. I feel like Hulk is always, everything that happens with the Hulk is always written off screen, like his son or him becoming smart Hulk, just everything is kind of written off screen, and hopefully we get more, more Hulk-centric things and hopefully he comes back in season two and Mm -hmm. we get to see more of that yeah i'm really glad that he was able to spend so much time with jen in the first episode and just kind of having that contrast of like this is how banner operates as like the hulk and like his journey of being a hulk and how like it contrasts jennifer and just kind of like establishing right from the get-go like how it jennifer works as a hulk so mm-hmm. i feel like it's really nice and just like their whole relationship you know being family and all I that so that. it was really nice yeah very strong like, first episode he like treated her as like his little sister and i love how he called her fuzzball 
Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was ad lib, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? I love that. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite moments. <laughs> it's great yeah. to have like uh, a male and female re- relationship on a TV show that's not like you know, uh, romantic. Romantic. Yeah. Like I'm glad that She Hulk was like you know his cousin and not like his love interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love sibling relationships in any movie because like I have siblings and it's just so refreshing to see family love and not a lot of romantic love. Like, I mean, I love a good romance like anyone like Loki and Sylvie. I'm, I love them, but like, it's nice to just get a breath of fresh air every once in a while with just family love. So that's what I liked about this show. You got like front, like best friends you got like Nikki and Jennifer as BFFs. You have Jennifer and her wonky parents. And then there's cousin Bruce. So I thought that was great. Oh my gosh. And like her family is just like relatable and like quirky. And, you know, they don't always say like the right things at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I just always found it fun. I love her dad. Like, like her dad just having like Jen's best in- interest and like intentions for her. So, bringing the neighbors away and all the onlookers with the water hose. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking out the shovel after hearing she was like, jumped on the streets and he's like, Where are they? Yep. I brought the shovel. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Like, I'm really sad the show's over. I enjoyed my Thursday lunch breaks watching She Hulk. Right, no more She-Hulk Thursdays. I can't believe it's like already over. But hopefully we get another season, and hopefully some like things from season one carry over into season two. They were Very heavily excited. hinting at season two, so I'm hoping soon we hear something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us about your favorite little character moment. Oh my gosh, God, there's so many. I did really like the Megan the Stallion episode. I thought it was so fun. And you could just tell that the cast is like having a great time with Megan. So I thought that was really great. Did you have uh, a favorite nod to the comics or to the bigger Marvel universe as a whole? Um, yeah, there were some nods. Like, uh, I feel like it was like the second or third episode where she was h- handling the Emil Blonsky case and she's. Um, you know, coming out of the prison and she's getting bombarded with reporters and they're asking her about, like, you know, She-Hulk and all this. Like, I heard you were rejected by the Avengers and uh, is it true you um, were hit, like, yeah, mob boss attack uh, hit on you. (laughs) And that is, like, kind of a reference to, like, her origin story in the comics where there was a hit put on Bruce, but then it got Jennifer, and then they did the blunt transfusion, and that's how we got She-Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was, like, a nice, like, little Easter egg put in there. Um, and I really like how they went about, like, redoing her origin, because I feel like Bruce knows better than to give someone his blood, you know? Like, he knows, like, you know, has gamma radiation and all that stuff. So I like how it was just kind of like a freak accent that gave Jen, like, you know, her powers versus like a conscious decision of doing a blood transfusion. Right. Um, mm-hmm. My definite, uh, my favorite callback would definitely be the finale recap um, 
part because it was filmed in like a 70s like incredible hulk tv show style oh that was cool yes oh that was beautiful it was chef's kiss uh, I, I don't remember a lot of that TV show, but it was only it was on when I was younger, and occasionally my dad would pop it on, and I would I would watch it, and it was cool because they had two people play Bruce Banner and Hulk. They had Bill Bixby play um, David Banner, and they had um, Lou Ferrigno play the Hulk, and he would just be painted green and go around and smash things. Mm-hmm. So I guess. I guess I would say the weakest part of She-Hulk just in general for me was just the visual effect of She-Hulk. Like, I don't think it worked for me and I can understand why though is because like, it looked like Bruce had come right out of like a movie and they had just used like that same model information and and lighting and texturing. But then they probably had to do She-Hulk on like a TV show budget. Mm -hmm. And they probably didn't get that time that they wanted to with her. So- I, I could forgive her, it. I thought her mouth movements were like off. That was the only distraction though <laughs> for me. Yeah, some of the CG wasn't quite what we're used to. I would say like up to like, you know, MCU standards that we're used to with like a movie budget. But I don't know. I just had such a fun time with like the characters and the writing of the show that like I would get distracted enough of that that I wouldn't always like pick up on the bad CG so yeah, yeah I understand people having issues with the cg so hopefully season two they bump up the budget i mean all those writers left and they started working on uh, other projects so i mean that's 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 what uh the she-hulk writers told us in inside the show so very clever oh i just liked at the finale it's just like can you transform off screen or visual effects crew <laughs> you know are getting very tired and running out of budget Exactly. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. That that concludes our our closing argument. Thanks again to our witness, Ashley, for coming on board and, and testifying in favor of She-Hulk. We'll just talk to you next time.